Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Hack. First off, just wanted to say thank you for listening in. I know that we all can have very busy lives, and for you to take the intentional time out of your schedule to listen to this, I wanted to express my genuine gratitude to you. For me specifically, I've got multiple businesses. I have a family that I absolutely adore who lives in a different city, as well as a church that I'm very involved in and fitness goals, as well as fitness things that I do for fun, like beach volleyball or spending time with friends. And managing that is not an easy task. So what I did is I actually created what I call the five Fs. It is a framework as well as a scorecard to see where I'm at in the different areas and pillars of my life that I have found will lead to a joyful life, that will lead to a fulfilled life and will lead to the vision of where I wanna go, but bringing that back to where I am today. So the five Fs are a way to live a balanced life. The Fs stand for faith, family, fitness, finances, and fun, which each of these are very specific even in the order of them. Faith is our relationship with God and our spirituality. Family is our relationship with our family, whether that's our parents, brothers and sisters, cousins, uh, as well as significant other, whether that's a girlfriend or a wife at the time, and those people who are really close with you. Fitness is the physical fitness as well, like working out, sports, but as well as what you're eating and what you're ingesting into your life. So it's a lot of health in that aspect, as well as finances where we are at in the businesses that we're in, in the management of money, in the budgeting, as well as the last one being fun, which life should be about having fun and not only about executing and accomplishing. I know for me specifically, (coughs) I can get caught up in the first four and sometimes forget number five. So I always wanna make sure that I go through each of those with the filter of having fun. So I started at the top with faith because our relationship with the higher power, our relationship with God is the foundation of everything we do. If we don't have, if we aren't in tune with what that is, with me specifically, um, I'm a Christian, uh, but through that, it's a, I have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. I respect anyone's uh, spirituality out there, but it is the foundation of everything that I do. So I wanna share with you that foundation. Second is family. Family is everything. Those are the people in our lives. If you listen to um, people talk about, um, there's an author who wrote a book and interviewed people at the end of their lives. And those people, the regrets that they had were never about, did I um, make more money or did I do those different things? It was more about the time they spent with their family or the experiences that they had. So family is very important. And so I have that as the number two. Third is fitness. For us to be able to operate in what we do, we have to be healthy. If we're sluggish, if we're eating things that are unhealthy, if we're not actually exercising our bodies, we aren't able to show up to our families. We aren't able to show up and be the people that we want to be if we don't have our fitness and our health down. Then finances. What we do for business is so valuable. So the value that we provide, but also the budgeting. how we spend our money. So it's how we make our money as well as how we spend our money and create wealth. And then last is fun. We want to be able to have fun. Life is an amazing experience that we get to have. And fun is really a choice in a number of aspects. 
So we want to make sure that we go through each and every aspect of life looking at that fun filter. The first F is faith. The key with faith is that's our spirituality. That's our health with our mind and our soul. So that relationship, I love the word relationship. So it is um, a lot of times people talk about religion, but I really feel that it's not about religion and religion can always get a, can get a bad rap at certain times. So I really feel it's more about relationship. For me, that's a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. I respect anyone's spirituality, but with faith, it's so important that we have we are in tune with that. For me previously, I just stayed in autopilot and didn't actually dive deep into what my thoughts are, where my health was there. So I really encourage you to check in with where you are in your spirituality, where you are with your health, with your mind and your soul. When it comes to faith in my life, uh, it starts with the morning. So what I do each morning is I start with meditation, then I go into prayer and listen to worship music. For me, that's a way for me to connect with God and worship music being one of the most powerful ways to be able to do that. And then I also read the Bible. So it's almost this, this um, convergence of experiential, so that relationship with God, as well as like tactical, which is a written word of God, which for me is the Bible. But then how I walk that out each day is I have a, a, one of my best friends, Casey, we pray each morning about our country, our church leadership, business, as well as family and purity. So those are a few of the ways that I start out in the morning. But then it's actually how I go throughout each of my days to be able to have that filter of, one, how would God want me to be able to, to act in this situation? But then also honoring of other people that like that is a child of God, like whether it's a woman who I'm in a relationship with, to treat her with that level of honor. Those are a few of the ways that that I utilize faith in each and every day, as well as, as really turning to God as the power behind everything that I do. So even before I, I recorded this podcast, I reached out to my friend to pray for me. The power of prayer is something that people don't always talk about, whether you are a Christian, whether whatever your relationship with, is with God. They've actually studied the power of what happens when we pray or what happens when we speak words. There's this great book called The uh, Hidden Messages of Water, where they would actually see what would the tangible difference of what would happen to water when words were either spoken over it or when a word was just wrapped around a glass of water. And then they'd take pictures of the water crystals and you could tangibly see that love and gratitude would have one beautiful water crystallization and then negative words like hate and other things would have this dispersed image. So whether whatever your relationship is, whatever your spirituality is, there is no questioning the science behind the power of prayer, speaking those, speaking and championing people and speaking those things in, as well as growing in that connection with God. You may be asking, why is faith so important? I know I briefly touched on it, but one of the most powerful things that really reaffirmed why being in alignment with our faith is so important is we do this life mapping exercise. So at the church I'm a part of, we have a program called Pathfinders, where it's the convergence of business and faith. And so getting people together, getting a community of people, it's actually where I met 
my best friend and brother Casey through that program. So it's the community, but through that exercise, we were able to see life mapping is your you put bullet points of each of the highs and lows of your life. And it's an amazing experience to see that every single person, once they came into alignment with their relationship with God, and specifically came into uh, the church that we're a part of, that it was actually just an upward trajectory from there. It's just very tangible for me to be able to see. I've been leading this group of, of 12 people where we have new classes each season, but each and every season, we see the same thing. It's a upward trajectory once that alignment comes in. So it is just so vitally important to be able to be in alignment with our faith. Second is family. Family is everything. So family are the people that we have as in blood, as well as the people we have in our lives. One of my favorite quotes is, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, as well as rising tides lift all ships. So it's really important, one, that we stay in alignment with our family, with our parents or grandparents or godparents, who brothers and sisters, cousins, those people that are family in blood or who were given and our friends and network are really who we choose. So they'll never be anyone who is your brother, who is your sister, who are your parents. So that is actually given to us to be able to honor those people, spend time with them. And I love the book that talks about people who um, who are on their deathbed, what they wish they would have done differently, because we can learn from that, right? So one of the things they say is, I wish I would have spent more time with family. And I remember it uh, during the COVID uh, pandemic, The I was walking by my sister. She was on a work call and she said to her uh, coworkers, yeah, my brother's back. I've got to go. He doesn't come back very much. And I hadn't realized that I wasn't spending as much time with family. I was focused on business. I was focused on um, the the fun things I was doing in San Diego. So I wasn't actually coming back to, to Seattle to see my family. So at that moment, I made a decision that every other month I would come back to see my family. And my sister actually became pregnant uh, short thereafter. So now I'm an uncle, which gives me that much more of a reason to come back. But that was a really important time for me because I didn't actually check in to see how I was with my family. It actually needed to be prompted by my sister saying that and me thinking that's not the brother that I want to be. That's not the son that I want to be. So now I actually am able to be healthier in that area of my life of family when it comes to family and blood. And I do go back to Seattle more. I do see my mom when she goes out uh, to their place in Palm Springs. But then there's also the people and the family that we choose. So proximity of people is so important, who you surround yourself with, that they really become who your future is. So choosing and looking in and even writing a list of each and every person who is in your life. There's this thing called the Dunbar scale, where it actually tells you who you can be in close relationship with. So it breaks it down from 150 all the way down. And so what I did is I actually ranked the people in my life. <laughs> I accidentally mentioned this and someone asked where they were and made me pull up the list. So I don't suggest maybe telling people that, that you rank them because uh, we'd all like to be closer, close with the people around us. But 
writing down or seeing who the people that you spend the most time with and are the, do those people look at it through the vision do they fit my past my present or my future and looking at where you want to go and who you want to surround yourself with so there's always going to be people in our lives that are pouring into us or we should work on that having people who are lifting us up having people who are running in the lane next to us and then also people that we are pulling up So looking at that family, looking at the network of people that we choose with intentionality. The third F is fitness. This one is vitally important. So it's fitness as in what we're doing to exercise as well as health and the food that we eat, what we ingest. So with fitness, it is so important to create disciplines to be able to and frameworks of what you want to be able to do. So I think there's two areas that of exercise and health. Uh, So with that, we want to focus on exercise first. Everyone may think, hey, I need to go to the gym and be Arnold Schwarzenegger or The Rock and do all these things when actually it starts with habits. So if you're finding that you're not going to the gym as much as you would like, um, what you can do is you can start to create the habit. So I believe it's in the book Atomic Habits there was a gentleman who started to go to the gym, even if it was just for five minutes. He wouldn't actually do anything. He wouldn't exercise. But what happened is, is once he started to go there, then he would start to work out, uh, even just go there and then leave, go there and then leave. Then he'd stay 15 minutes, walk on the treadmill. And then through building that muscle and building that discipline, he actually built up to be able to to go to the gym and work out as much as, as he wanted to and what his goal was. Another t- couple tangible things you can do when it comes to fitness is ask somebody to work out with you so that you have some accountability. You can go and sign up for classes beforehand with a number of the different apps or, or things out there that if you sign up for it before, it actually makes it a lot uh, more seamless to be able to go. A couple other things are if you're going to work out in the morning, get something that you look forward to. Um, whether it's a pre-workout, a Celsius, a drink that you like, a juice, something that's almost like a reward so that when you're making that decision each morning, whether or not to get out of bed, that you have some sort of reward already built in that you're looking forward to. Then it's health. A lot of that when it comes down to what we eat. Trainers a lot of times will say to reach your fitness goals, 80% of it is what you eat. So with what you eat, It's really about discipline and finding something that works for you. You don't need to be perfect, um, but finding a diet that works is really powerful. For me, I started with what's called the slow carb diet. And within that, there's three cheat meals throughout the week. You can do those all in one day, all in a week. But what I found is that when I started to do that, I became more in tune with my body and the energy that I'd have. And now I don't even want to have the cheap meals because they end up just making me really tired. Or if I do, honestly, I plan them so that I can take a nap afterwards. Like I have something that I call two burrito Saturday, where after volleyball on Saturdays, I'll go to our local burrito shop, taco surf, and I'll get a breakfast burrito and eat it at the restaurant. And then I'll have a surf and turf burrito and I'll eat that at home, but it's not normally food that I eat. And so my body kind of has to take all that energy to 
break that down and then I end up taking a nap. But what happens is, is you're able to see by being more disciplined, by cutting some of the things out, what brings you energy and what doesn't. So that can be within fitness, that can be within food. And it's all about starting somewhere. So that could be in between when I have 15 minutes, I'm going to go on a walk. There's amazing power in just being outside and getting sunlight. And sunlight can actually be behind the clouds. You, you can still get the power of the sun. So whether it's sunny, whether it's cloudy, just getting outside and having that, your skin is like a solar panel, uh, especially actually your eyes as well, to be able to really bring in that power of the sun and of being outside, as well as just getting your body moving. <clears throat> it could be doing a couple air squats when you're working. It could be taking a loop when you're on the phone, whatever it is that works for you, just making sure that you're creating specific goals and specific things that you wanna do, as well as check in with, with fitness. The fourth F is finances. And I think of this in two different ways. One, there's finances as in building wealth and creating wealth. The other is actually managing what we already have, which comes down to investments as well as budgeting. So the first thing is with creating wealth, we want to be checking in with what we are doing to be able to provide value. So whether it's business, whether it's something else that you do to be able to create the finances in your life, just to really check in to see where you are. Because anything that we do for work is really providing value. And I love the book, The Go-Giver, because it talks about not talking about what we can get from something, but actually what we can give. So when looking at your finances, if your finances in terms of what you're making are not where you'd like them to be, see and check in with how much value am I providing? Is there a different area in my life that I can create more value for the people around me? Are there problems that I can solve? Are there passions or giftings that I have that I can then share with the world to be able to provide that value in a different way? And then there's wealth creation in terms of investing what we have. So being very specific, uh, I love the book, um, The Richest Man in Babylon, and it has a couple different stories that it tells, and some of them are actually thousands of years old that were written on stone. It's wild, but one of the things they talk about is to be able to save 10% of what you have to be able to have that money working for you, whether that's investing in stocks or some other passive income, to be able to see and have that wealth really built for you. The last part of the finances F is actually budgeting. So really checking in with how are we spending our money? So there are great apps out there, whether it's Mint or Personal Capital or different ways to be able to really budget our money and see what we're spending it on. So checking in, it's all about reflection as well as intentionality to check in what you have spent money on as well as what you're going to spend money on and really creating that. One of the ways tangibly that I do that is I actually have different accounts and different bank accounts that I use. Most banks, you can actually create multiple savings accounts or multiple checking accounts. When it comes to saving accounts, I don't want to see that on my personal, on my online banking statement. So I actually have a different account that I transfer it to so that I don't even see it. So those are some ways that you can check in on how your finances are, what you're doing to create uh, income for yourself, what you're doing to invest what you've made, as well as how you're budgeting it. The last one is fun. 
Life is an amazing experience. We should be having fun in each and every aspect of our lives. We also want to have the grace that we know that that there are ups and downs in life. I've been at the point where I can have a little bit of relentless positivity, but to look at the life through the lens of what am I doing to have fun? What am I doing to fill my cup? And then also making that intentional choice. So like when I check out at a grocery store or at Chipotle, I make jokes, I joke around with them and it makes it more fun, but that started with an intentionality. I remember um, I was helping an athletic team raise money and someone came up to me and they asked me, it was after a long day, I had had five different meetings that day and they came up and asked me, they said, do you like your job? Because I'm not much of a poker player, you can see my emotions on my face and they, they could see that. And what was happening is, is I wasn't having fun. I wasn't making the intentional choice. I was trying to be somebody that I wasn't like a professional or all of these things. So then I just started to show my own personality, decide that in each and every meeting that I would have, I would make dad jokes. That's my humor. (laughs) I'm fully uh, accepting of that. But to have fun in each and every aspect of our lives, but also to check in with what am I doing to have fun? I love asking the question, instead of what do you do? But what do you what are you excited about? What what do you like to do for fun? And it's always sad when people just say they work or they have family. Those things are great. Those are some of the F's, but we should all be doing things outside of that, whether it's art, whether that it's sports, whether it's building something or woodwork or whatever it is, but things that bring us joy that are outside of our faith, our family, our fitnesses and our finances. Those things all should be fun. But we all want we want to have things that are outside of that. So remember to check in with yourself to be able to see if you are living a balanced life and have that scorecard to look at the five F's. Faith, family, fitness, finances, and fun. We are a community. Please reach out to us. Let us know what you want us to dive deeper into. What you'd like us to talk about. We'll be bringing people on. We'll be bringing professionals, diving deeper into the tangible tools and tactics, as well as the science behind some of these different things to champion mental health, live a joyful life, and be happy now. But we need you as our amazing community, as a part of the gratitude movement, to give us feedback, to talk to us. So shoot us a DM at gratitudemovement.co and make sure to like us on whatever platform you're listening to, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Remember, we have the choice to make it a great day.